Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM. It's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars above in your eyes A fantabulous night to make romance Neat the cover of October skies And all the leaves on the trees are falling To the sound of the breezes that blow And I'm trying to please to the calling Of your heart strength that plays soft and low Get all the night What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show, Todd Bubba Horowitz. It is Wednesday. Uh, what the hell date is it? Wednesday, July the 18th, 2018. And this is the one day of the year where no major sporting events are going on. Baseball is at the All-Star break. No football, no soccer. Nothing going on. This is the one day of the year that nothing happens. Uh, but the markets are maybe happening, and of course, we'll see how they uh, trade out here. Uh, but it, it certainly feels like there's something going on. Now, I would say uh, that based on you know what I see and what I possibly think, uh, there's an announcement forthcoming uh, here at some point. Uh, my guess is that announcement will be uh, positive for the markets at the time. Uh, but I think r- more importantly, I think it'll be positive for the uh, grain products, agricultural products. Uh, to me, it seems like we may get a deal done on the, uh, on the trade wars. Uh, I can't say that for a fact. But to me, the markets are showing me that there's something... Something's up. Something's going on beneath the surface of the market, which indicates there is some sort of announcement forthcoming. Uh, and I would say it'll be in the next couple of days, would be my question. Could be today, could be tomorrow, but I think there will be something. I think we will see something. And I think that will have the positive reaction. I think that. Uh, if I were to script it, my script would be that the the markets would break out to the upside for the final time in in this particular run, uh, and it would probably be a great selling opportunity, and we would look for uh, the markets to then end and 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 work their way down to uh, you know down to some support. But to me, it looks it it, it, it appears to me. That we are in a uh, in the end of this uh, bull market here, uh, and again, I'm not saying that the correction will start immediately. Here. I'm saying that I would expect to see some whippier, choppier action. So I think I'm looking for some news that will buoy the markets higher, and then followed by the the sell-off. Okay. Uh, I think that looks to be uh, uh, about the type of action that we're seeing. Uh, I think the markets are ready to, as they say, roll over. Uh, Of course, the dollar is now 
breaking through 95, which is what we've been looking for. Uh, I think oil is is cooked, as they say. Uh, the backwardation pattern continues to come in. And I would expect it to totally reverse uh, and go back to contango, which is the way it should be. Uh, and, and then, of course, I expect oil to be sold heavily. Uh, as I said, I believe it'll be in the 50s before the year is, is over. Uh, and uh, I think that these are things that you know are kind of written uh, and, and ready to go. Uh, but there's obviously um, other things out that can take place. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, it's some of the things that you see in markets. And I think it's something that um, we would expect uh, to, you know, again, first of all, expectations are, you know, at some point, how much higher, higher can we go? And I'm, again, I'm not saying we can't go higher. Don't, don't, don't misread my message. Okay, we can certainly go a lot higher. As we have said before, markets can be irrational longer than you and me can be solvent. So certainly we are not saying that the end of the world is here, nor are we saying to to do anything about it. I'm saying what I really want to do is I I want to be able to sell this rally that I'm expecting, which should take, you know, maybe the the Dow up to, let's say, 25, 2 or 3 or 4, you know, somewhere near the highs. Um and that could take a couple of days, but I think when the 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 the, the trade wars are over, and I and I, I'm I'm thinking they may be over sooner than later, I would expect to see some sort of a pretty healthy bounce. And if that all happens, then we'll see some market movement. And of course, you know when we continue to pound on volatility. When we continue to beat down on the VIX, what that is really telling you is that we are very confident or complacent. You can pick the words. Uh, I call it complacency uh, that the markets are never going down again. And, of course, we all know that that is not the case, that in the normal, uh, in the normal workings of any market, any trading Markets always go up and down. And typically, at the time of most confidence is when we would expect them to start to be ready to go down. And of course, at the time of most fear would be the time that we would expect them to start going higher. So I, I think that's something that we would we would want to look at. I think that is something that we would be aware of and, and ready to uh, to work on. And to me, that's something that you have to be very, very aware of and be prepared for uh, as you move forward. Now, obviously, one of the biggest things you can prepare for is to be hedged with your portfolio. Now, I know a big percentage of you are not, uh, but I say to you, okay, is to learn how to get it done. Uh, whether or not you want to do it or not, I, again, I can't tell you what to do. I can only tell you what works. Okay. Uh, I can only tell you that you're a hell of a lot better off if you're prepared for the worst 
and the best happens. Instead of just ignoring it and hiding, you're putting your head in the sand, as many, many do, and many, many have over the years. And I think that, you know, this is a common mistake that investors make is they, again, they start to think, well, yeah, everybody's right. The market's never going down again. This time is different. And, of course, what do we find out when we get slapped in the head? That it's never different. It's always the same. And uh, the poor the poor guy on the street, the poor gal on the street, they're the ones who get hammered. Because the markets do turn around and it becomes ugly. So, again, my, my warning to you is not to be panicking about what's going to happen in the next day or two. My warning to you is to say, hey, why don't you protect what you've got while still being able to stay in and benefit from the market. That's always our way. We don't want to sell. We want to buy, 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 but we want to buy, buy, buy with protection. This is The Bubba Show. I'm Todd Bubba Horwitz. And, of course, don't forget to go to libertytalk.fm each and every day and download The Bubba Show as well as The Sporting Edge. And if you're not getting my daily update, you're making a mistake. What you should do is go to bubbatrain.com. A little box will pop up, fill out the box. I'll send you an update every day after the market closes. Give me a journal idea what my thoughts are. Basically, give me a tomorrow's newspaper today. It's free, not a credit card required, nothing required. Just go fill out the box and check it out. This is The Bubba Show. Todd Boris will be right back with more after the break. The Bubba Show. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz with you. And, uh, you know, one of the questions I always wonder is why does everybody always have to understand and try to play news? Now, you're going to hear me later talk to uh, John Jenkinson from RFD TV, and you're going to hear me talk to Marlon Bowling from Rural Rally Radio about these things. But my question is, is, is why... Are we all so compelled to think that we have to be uh, trading the news? The news itself is worthless. It's already part of the market. Okay. Again, especially today, you know, this is not, there is really no source of what we would say inside information anymore. And why do we think that we can play it? You know, again, there's so many things that happen. And they're so much faster now. And when you've got artificial intelligence, you know, triggering themselves off of different words, you know, we can't beat the news because we don't have the information fast enough. And I, and I, and I, I always get concerned. You know, listen, it really irritates me. A lot of the things that we see in, in general irritate me because the media tries to make such a big deal about the news. And we all know that human beings, we react to things like that, you know, and, and don't say that you don't because it's natural. I mean, you know, it gives me thought, you know, I hear something and then I remember that it's, it's, it, it's, it's already been, it's already priced into the market. So it's nothing for me to be overly concerned about. And I, I think that that's something that we should all try to teach ourselves that the news itself is worthless because, you know, the, these big firms, these big trading houses, these big companies, they're already 
churning on things, and they already know what they're going to do. Okay, they've already priced in movement that is going to happen. And that's why it's so important to learn how to read the tape. Okay? Uh, and, and, and that's something that, you know, I think we need to, you know, worry about is, is to learn to look at the actual pattern that is developing because the markets themselves price in ahead of time. And basically, in most cases, the news is already priced in. The tape is telling you that news may indeed, um, uh, that, that, that news is, is pending. Okay. Now, how does the market know that? Well, again, that goes back to, you know, the big money out there has an idea already. Now, that doesn't make them always right, but they have an idea. So having the idea and understanding where we are with that idea will, will, will give you a much clearer and cleaner view of what's to happen next. And, and that's why I urge you to always watch the tape and watch the chart because the chart will give you a much better handle as to where we are and what we're thinking. And, and that's the, the, the signals that the markets do send you on a regular basis. And it's, it's up to you to pay attention. You know, again, we can all have an opinion and many of us fall into the same opinion, you know, because we all are basically getting the same information. But when it comes down to it, it really comes back down to, well, what is the what is the market telling us? Because the market is always right. Okay, we can think that the market is wrong sometimes, but at the end of the day, the market's always right. Okay, you know, as they say, the market can be fooled, but not forever. Okay, so don't. Don't put yourself into an opinion state because remember, how do we formulate our opinions? We formulate them from things we hear, from compiling it, and basically what we're doing is we're taking other people's opinions to compile the same thing. And to me, that's where we make our mistake is by using what other people, people are thinking because it brings us into another problem. In the meantime, I did an interview yesterday with uh, John Jenkinson on Real Rally, or actually RFD TV, not Real Rally Radio. That's later today, live. But in the meantime, uh, let's hear what I had to say to John yesterday about some of this very same stuff we're talking about right now. Here we go. Here in the September corn contract is a perfect illustration, six and a quarter cents higher here at, uh, well, just a little over an hour away from the close, 348 December, up six and a quarter, 361 and a half over in the soybean market. It's uh, eight cents higher for the August, 837 and a half. November soybeans, the new crop up seven and three quarters at 853 and a half. Double digit gains for wheat in Chicago, September up 13 and three quarters, 502 and a quarter. December up 12 and three quarters. September Kansas City wheat up 13 at 497 and a half. December up 12 and a quarter at 521 and a quarter. 
September Minneapolis wheat is seven and a quarter cents higher at five thirty-five and a half. December's up seven and a quarter at five fifty-three and a quarter. And December cotton also on the higher side here today as well, fifty-one points higher at eighty-eight twenty-eight. And joining us right now is Todd Bubba Horowitz with Bubba Trading. He joins us on the telephone right now. Todd, how would you describe uh, the activity today overall of the markets? I think that it looks really good. I, I thought, uh, you know, as I texted you this morning, I thought that we looked really good and that I think the bottoms are in. Uh, in fact, as I, I think there's going to be some sort of announcement in the next couple of days that will help push these even higher. I don't know what the announcement is going to be, but I'm going to guess it'll be something to do with the uh, the trade wars and the tariffs and all that other BS. And I think that that will resolve this out and let us go resume to higher prices. Todd, one of the uh, things that you also mentioned there was an outside day. Can you expand on that just a little? Yeah, well, we, what we did is we broke out of yesterday's range uh, to the upside in the equities. And, of course, that makes it an outside day. And it looks to me like the equities are going to go up and, and, and challenge highs. I, I think that, you know, you had some uh, a fundamental news bomb uh, with Netflix on earnings. And that guy, Crean, was down about $60. And Netflix is almost back to unchanged. And the markets are now soaring higher. Uh, you've got the NASDAQ uh, making new highs once again. So, again, I think you're going to see the equities pop. And this is, I would think, their final stanza. Uh, but an outside day is when we get outside of the range of the day before and continue to trend in that direction. I think that's what we're going to do here today. What about the VIX index or that level of fear that's in the market? Because that also weighs into these commodities as well as the uh, equities as well. There is no fear in the equity markets based on the VIX. And, of course, uh, complacency, we, we call it the stench of complacency. And, you know, usually what happens is this, this happens very often towards the top of a market where, you know, everybody knows that this time is different. The markets are never going down again. And, of course, that's just the time to, to, as they say, duck and be prepared. And that would be my assessment here is that this is the, the final rally that's going to push the NASDAQ probably close to 8,000 and turn it over. The grains uh, are obviously still very strong today, which is a little bit unusual when the equities are as strong as they are. But I think they've shown and proved that they've made the bottoms here and that uh, that the the there's the fear is, is gone from the, 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 the trade side. And I think that they're starting to push them higher. And I think you're seeing new money buyers step into these grains. And I think that's going to continue. Can any of this news factor into the dollar and push it to par, do you think? Well, I don't know if the dollar won't go to par, but the dollar is trying to get back through for about the fourth time in the last month to get through 95, which I think that it will succeed today uh, and get through. We're at 95.03 right now. I think we go to, I think our next level we're watching for is 97 and then par. And again, as I said yesterday, I believe it will have zero effect on, on the grain markets. I think that uh, they've already assumed, and based on the way they're trading, they already assume a much higher dollar just because, and of course, as I said, they didn't benefit at all on the way down. So now I don't think they'll be harmed on the way back up. Joining us from Redwood, Illinois, is Todd Bubba Horowitz with Bubba Trading. Todd, always good to talk to you. Thank you very much. We appreciate your time. Thanks, Todd. And when we come back, we'll find out. And, of course, that was me talking on RFD-TV with John Jenkinson. And, uh, again, you know my opinions uh, about the grain markets. And, of course, make sure that the charts bear out what I'm telling you. Okay? So we have the same theory, and we understand that we're looking at the markets for the best guidance. In the meantime, this is The Bubba Show. I am Todd Bubba Horwitz. And, of course, uh, don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. And also, don't forget to get the Sporting Edge there as well. We're going to stop out here for a break, and we'll be back 
with more of The Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, The Bubba Show. We're coming right back to you after the break. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. The long-awaited Bubba Report, bringing you news from all the trading floors across the globe. We've got Scott Chalady, the cow guy, as seen on CNBC, Fox, and Bloomberg. We've got Keith Bliss, CNBC, Fox, and a floor trader at the New York Stock Exchange. We've got the Badger, who writes the hot topics in the political news. We've got myself putting together my own unique indexes that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at thebubbashow.org. We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubba at thebubbashow.org to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with my every Wednesday interview with Rural Rally Radio. Here we go. What's up, Marlon? How you doing? Hey, a long time, no talk. Uh, good to have you back uh, once again and uh, talk about these markets here. A little firmer tone in the uh, markets overnight. What is that, three days in a row now? Yeah, I think, there's, I, I think the bottoms are in and the grains, Marlon. I, I think that we've seen... The bottoms, and in fact, I, I think there's going to be in the next day or so. I think there's going to be an announcement that uh, that the trade stuff has been settled and that there's been a deal put in place uh, with China. And I think that obviously will free up the markets to really pop. But I think I think we've seen the lows. I think we look for for higher prices, and I think it's going to be again. I'm going to go back to what I've always said. I think it's going to be a good season with the, just a, a pretty big bump in the road. But I think everything's getting better. All right. What about the growing season that lies ahead here? Things have kind of dried out a little bit in parts of the Corn Belt. You know, it used to be we were kind of inundated with rain. But, you know, some areas, especially if you go way out east toward the east coast, that's kind of interesting where they're really drying out now. And northern Missouri is extremely dry. It's, it, is, it is amazing, isn't it, that, uh, you know, we go from we, don't, we can't get enough. Now we got too much. Now we don't have enough again, and it's dry. And, and again, I think the markets are indicating uh, that they're more worried about uh, what's going on with the, the trade than they're worried about what's going on with the weather right now. And I think uh, that's going to also change. And I think this will kind of all culminate together, and which will create and bring in, I think, a lot of new money buyers. So what, in your opinion, appears to be more friendly, the corn or the soybeans right now? Does well, it matter? Uh, I think corn and wheat are a little bit more friendly. I mean, wheat's been the best performer. I think soybeans, you know, our concern has been the entire time that we've been bullish about soybeans. But it looks to me that you finally have found that spot for some buyers. I think there's still a little bit more jitters there, but I do think that when the pop comes, it'll be much bigger, and I think they're all going to perform well. But again, if you if you tell me which is going to be the best right now, I mean, so it means they're still a little bit on shaky ground, but looking a lot better. You know, I was talking with an analyst yesterday, and we were uh, talking about this $2 drop in the uh, soybean market here over the past, what, couple of months, I guess. And the fact that if a bottom is put in, Typically, the markets will move in what they call retracements, right? Oh, yeah. uh, so would you expect that to have at least some sort of retracement, like um, uh, maybe roughly a third or so or a half? Oh, I would I actually, I, truthfully, I, I'm expecting to get it all back. Uh, but I would certainly, I would think you would see the next major area I would expect to see some resistance 
would be probably eight eighty to nine bucks. And I think once we get through nine, we go you know to nine thirty and then to ten. And I think we'll get. I think we will get back to ten here. I think that again. I think there's a lot of uh, compression in these markets. You know, they kind of coil down, and you, you've had so much selling pressure trying to keep them down. And I think once you let them off, I think they go. And I think soybeans obviously have the most amount of room to run to the upside, obviously based on their their dramatic beatdown that they took throughout this whole process. You know, it's fascinating. You look back, you only have to go back to May 29th, Todd, and uh, we had November soybeans, I'm seeing, with a high of 1060. 1060 and a half, and a half baby. And yeah. now we're over $2 <laughs> under that. Well, do you realize until this week we went down 28 out of 34 days? So, uh, again, it has been a very nasty and very challenging market. And, and, and some due to uh, the trade war fears and some due to whatever other reasons. I mean, again, soybeans were a little bit weaker to begin with. But certainly the, the, the tariffs and trade war talk didn't help. And it was just almost every day. It was like taking it down. And, of course, one of the problems was there was a real lack of volume. So it's easier to push the markets to around a little bit when there's a lack of volume. Plus, the equities have been very strong. And, of course, you know, the gra- grains always perform the best when equities are flat to a little bit weaker because that brings a lot of new money in. So, And I do think all that's going to start to work its way out. I think we will start to see uh, some news, some good stuff, and, and markets start to climb. And I would expect to see soybeans get back over 10. Okay, we'll talk more about the markets in just a moment. We're talking with Todd Bubba Horwitz of BubbaTrading.com in Chicago. Don't go anywhere. Man, we got a lot of ground to cover. Bring back our very special guest, Todd Bubba Horwitz of BubbaTrading.com in Chicago. I'm Marlon Bowling with Zach Troutman here, and uh, Zach is running the board for us. Now, Mr. Bubba, we want to take a look at the markets here in the uh, overnight trade, I see where the dollar firmed up quite a bit, over 300 points. Is that something to be concerned about on the ag trade? No, absolutely not. I think that uh, the dollar, the, the, the ag did not benefit on the way down when it went to 88. I think it'll take no punishment on the way up because I think the dollar is going back to par before the end of the year. Our next target after 95 is 97. And I would expect to get there, you know, once we break out, you can start to see some of the foreign currencies are breaking down. Uh, so I think it'll have no effect on the ag space right now. Until we get back over par, I think we're in fine shape. Now, the crude oil has kind of taken a beating over the past week or two. It really had a big drop in value. Of course, uh, lots of anticipated or unanticipated extra production coming online, the way it sounds. Um, is there going to be a spillover impact on the corn from through its uh, connection with ethanol, I guess I should say. Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I think that, again, although it's they're connected, they're really not connected. And I think that uh, oil is going dramatically lower, as I've been trying to th- hope for or look for. And I think one of the most interesting things is we can look at to see why oil is going lower is last Wednesday, they had the EIA report, which was a, a supposed draw of $3 million. It came out with a $12 million draw which would have been very bullish. Of course, we were down now 11% since that announcement, which is why I don't factor in the news. I think that, again, you're going to continue to see oil fall. Now, again, there'll be some peaks and rallies in here, but we're not, that backwardation formation is now working its way out. And instead of being $7 apart from December, we're now only 3 bucks apart. So I expect oil to be in the 50s uh, fairly quickly here. 
On the hog trade, uh, back to new contract lows again, and uh, a lot of folks thought maybe it had posted a bottom, but it appears that it had not. Are they going to see follow-through selling today? I don't think so. I mean, I'm, I'm a buyer, and I think that they're going to go up dramatically from here. I think that you're seeing some, we would call this almost a, a double bottom type. Of course, you know, double bottoms aren't as strong when the market is trending lower. But I think they've done enough damage here. And, you know, as we like to say, low prices will cure low prices. And I think that, uh, you know, we'll see a pretty big rally here. I think that, you know, 52 should hold. And I would expect our next target to be 58 to 60. And I think we're going to go higher than that. And I think that this has been caught up with a lot of the, you know, the trade war nonsense, I'll call it. All right. Uh, the cattle on feed report comes out on Friday. Do you think that uh, cattle market may turn a little flat now between now and then or not? Uh, well, I think that the fats, you know, should be a little flat just based on where they are. They're at the top end of the range. Uh, I'm expecting 110 to 112 still, but I would not be surprised if they came back a little bit here. And feeders are kind of now stuck at 150 support after it got held perfectly. It's 150 to 155. I wouldn't be surprised to see them churn inside that range between now and then, but I'm expecting higher prices. So with your connections there in uh, Chicago and your sources that you have, I I just wanted to ask you while I have a moment here, overall in the ag commodity trade, uh, how are these large commodity funds getting positioned now on the grain and uh, livestock? Um, I know on the grain side they had been leaning uh, heavily net short, but how are they positioned right now this week? I think they've been nibbling and buying and buying and buying. And uh, But again, one of the problems is when the markets are very quiet, they can't buy too much, but I think they've covered and they're looking to get to the long side. I mean, I'm you know Cargill and, and ADM have been have been jumping in and, and have been buyers down at these levels. And I think that they're going to continue to buy. But again, when markets are quiet, you just can't jump in, or they'll create a major short squeeze, which I think is going to come anyways. Uh, and I think that you, you look for higher prices there. And I think that you've got the same thing going on in the in the meats. Now the meats are a little bit have been in a little bit better pattern, and they've held very well. So I think you're starting to see some buyers step in. And don't be surprised to see you know in the next few you know week or so a like a major short squeeze across the board okay well good to visit with you thank you todd for all the information this morning yeah, helping us get set for a wednesday todd bubba horwitz is with bubba trading.com he's located in chicago of course that was me with marlon bowling from rural rally radio and also rfd tv and of course we always enjoy visiting with our friends there uh, and of course you understand where i'm coming from i've made it very clear uh, on every appearance I do that I think that the uh, the trade wars are nonsense and I think they're going to re- rectify out. And I also do believe that uh, we're going to see some uh, some change and possibly an announcement here in the, in the next couple of days. Uh, but, you know, again, I don't get into the weather. I don't, I, I don't get into everything else because from my school of, of trading, from my school of thinking, news is already priced into markets. As, um, as I stated, and I think that the great example I gave you was the crude oil example. So again, I can't worry about you know the the reports or whatever because in today's world, most of that information gets priced in well ahead of the time, and uh, if we if we try to outsmart or outguess that information, typically we end up with uh, uh, in a, in a very bad position usually with like a black eye so i I would say to you that hey uh you know let's let's not worry about what the news is let's worry about what the markets are signaling what the markets are telling us 
because the markets, you know, will speak to you. They will talk to you. They will tell you. But you have to sit back and be willing to listen to what they're saying. This is The Bubba Show, and I am Todd Bubba Horwitz. And, of course, always great to be here uh, with everybody. And uh, I want to remind you to download the show each and every day when you, when you miss it or just to download it just to begin with. You go to libertytalk.fm. You can download The Bubba Show as well as The Sporting Edge. And also, don't forget about um, my daily update. You know, Bubba's daily update, I do it every day right after the close. I send it to you. It kind of gives you a view of what I see in the markets, what I expect to see today, and what happened, and then what I'm expecting to see tomorrow. So go to BubbaTrading.com. There's a little box will pop up. No credit card. It's free. So make sure you get your copy. This is The Bubba Show. Top of Horowitz. We'll be back right after the break. The Bubba Show. Top of Horowitz. Welcome back to the Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with you. And, uh, you know, as we look around things, and of course, obviously the big story is still uh, the press conference with uh, Putin and Trump. And A, um, I think he clarified everything uh, yesterday. And B, to listen to these jackasses like James Comey, uh, saying, let me see if I can get the quote right, anyone voting for Republican this fall is un-American. Now, I don't know about you, and A, I don't tell you who to vote for, because again, I'm, I'm, I would just be happy if everybody voted. Not everybody's going to think like I do, and as I've said many, many times, I'm neither left nor right. I'm really just a libertarian, okay? But... I don't know if there's anybody more un-American than uh, James Comey, than the Clintons, uh, because, again, if you just look at their track record of what they have done, okay, forget about an opinion, okay? I mean, you know, basically, I think Bill Clinton did a decent job as president. Uh, you know, I can't say anything against him. I voted for him once, Okay. I can't knock his, his, his presidency. I can knock the, who, who he is as a person. I don't think he's a very good person. Uh, and that goes along with, uh, with Hillary as well, that she's not a very good person. I mean, because she defended his actions and, of course, tortured and ruined a lot of poor women's lives. But that's a story for another day. That's not what this is about. But certainly, Hillary Clinton should be in jail. For what she did, she broke, I don't know how many laws that we know about. And you know, if we know about some, then there's probably a lot more that we don't know about. And of course, Comey, uh, with his BS and what he did, okay, is also someone who's at fault. So is it, are, are, should we really be listening to people like this? And either again, I don't care what side you're on. It's it, it's not it's it's not a question of what side of the eye you sit on. It's a question of what's right. You know, I I think you know I think a great example of what's right is if you happen to watch the All Star Game last night and you heard Aaron Judge talk, and you know he's obviously an icon in baseball. And his words were, that somebody asked him, why are you so nice? He said, because my parents taught me to be nice. Now, Comey and the Clintons and many others, again, I'm just using those as the example for today, but they're not nice people, okay? They're not good people. 
they don't have good hearts. They're looking to, to, to take advantage of every situation. Now, again, I've said this many, many times, and I will repeat it. I believe that President Trump will be one of the greatest presidents in history. Uh, and again, we don't have to like him. I mean, I actually like him too, but you don't have to like him. You don't have to like his mannerisms. You don't have to like his his talked about womanizing that had happened, you know, in the ba- in the past. But you know, we can talk about womanizing all you want. All you have to do is look at Bill Clinton. Okay, you can look at John F. Kennedy. All right. So again, this is not this is not the first guy on the block, but this is the this is one of the first guys with <laughs> the immediate access to internet. Okay, but in the meantime. You may not like all of his opinions. You may not like his brash style of working. But I will tell you what I see. Okay, and this is not a biased thing. I tell you if I didn't like him. I would tell you if I thought he was doing something wrong, which I have, and told you things that I disagreed with. But I'll tell you what I see. What I see is a man that has a greater love for this country than most. I see a man that says, I want to get this done to, for the American people. Now, is he strictly doing it for the American people? Well, no. We know that he's got an ego the size of the world, which for anybody to want to step in to that thankless job of President of the United States has to have an ego the size of the world because that's the only person who can get that far. I mean, being capable and being able to get to the presidency is not an easy thing to do. You can compare it with something of almost like a pro athlete, okay? That the pyramid starts out and we end up with, you know, obviously the pro athletes. Well, you have to be awfully sharp. Now, you know, we can say all we want, but, you know, did he fool those millions of people with what he was? Or is he creating the, the an opportunity? And, and I believe that he's creating a chance to rebuild the emotional America and bring back people to understand that we are a great country, but we have to quit with the crap. We have to quit giving the shop away at every opportunity. We have to quit sucking up to uh, foreign nations. Okay. I never understood how, We've got more homeless in this country than we've ever had before. Yet, a lot of our money goes out to help other countries homeless, not our own. I, I never listen. I never understood that from a, dona, a, dona, a donation standpoint either. Okay, but I believe that the left has gone haywire, and unfortunately, the media is more left than right. And, and, you know, we would say Fox is probably Trump's number one supporter, except Cavuto, we know, hates Trump. Uh, we know that, uh, you know, some of the others are borderline. We know Charlie Gasparino hates Trump. And therefore, that's an entitled opinion, and I have no problem with it. Uh, but we would say that, as a rule, you know, Varney, Maria Bartiromo, uh, uh, Trish Regan, and the likes, they are fans of President Trump, and they laid him out for what he did. And again, I said I didn't think it was all that bad, but and, and I think people are turning, and I've heard some other commentary on it. But what we do know is that he is trying to get things done 
for the American people. What we do know is that he is bringing to light, okay, the NATO example, where they continue to take advantage of our good nature, and I think that's over. Uh, I think you've seen this with the trade wars, and everybody wants to talk about how bad these trade wars are, and I say, bull. I think these trade wars are just what the doctor ordered. And I do believe, as I said earlier today, that there's going to be an announcement at some point in the next couple of days, which will end these and, and bring uh, uh, much better markets together when it's all said and done. So I think when you look at it from, from different standpoints, I think this is where you have to understand that the people who are against them are bad people. Okay, Jim's Comey is a lying, you know, whatever. Okay, I mean, he did everything he could in his power to to, to destroy. Okay, so Loretta Lynch again, the the whole bundle of them. Okay, that's what's wrong with the FBI. The FBI is like the press; it's not supposed to be biased. Yes, we all have our votes, but they work for the president. Okay, now. Again, were they getting so many special deals from other presidents that they really hated President Trump? You know, I'm, I'm interested to see what comes out from the, the, the Lisa Page stuff when it finally comes up. But for for a, a guy like Comey, a jackass like Comey, to call you an, an un-American if you vote for a Republican to me, is about as dumb as you can get, okay? I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're now calling uh, what Trump does un-American. I don't know any, any one person who's ever shown a greater love for the Americans. We'll see how it all plays out. This is The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz, and of course, don't forget about our high school investing program. You know, we're trying to, again, go into our ninth year. Uh, but ran out of cash and had some help from some of you. And thank you so much at patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading. If you'd like to help us, go to patreon.com forward slash Bubba Trading, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Bubba Trading. Whereas don't forget to download the show each and every day at libertytalk.fm. This is the Bubba Show. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. And the British Open starts tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to that. And we'll see you all tomorrow on Thursday. This is the Bubba Show. Top Bubba Horowitz. We'll see you later. 